Here's a look at First News. Fair, accurate, you get the damn truth. Democrats in the House are on the verge of advancing Joe Biden's multi-trillion dollar domestic policy, I'm going to change the weather plan. The House scrap votes, though, last night. They're going to bring it back again this morning. This would be a crucial step in his effort to expand all kinds of government programs and social services in the nation, and also his attempt to change weather by adding taxes. Delays moving the legislation are being blamed for the Democrats' dismal showing in the week's elections. Did you hear that? Let me read that to you again. They feel that because they weren't able to pass this multi-trillion dollar in-your-face control everything in your life bill, that that's the reason why they had a dismal showing in this week's elections. And folks, it's directly the opposite. We talked about Pfizer. They're out with their pill that will cut hospitalization and death by 90% if you get COVID. Oh, yeah. Company announced it. They've already asked the Food and Drug Administration to approve it. A pill from Merck was also announced earlier in this week. Now, it was cleared by regulators over in the UK. Drug makers around the world have been racing to develop an easy-to-use pill to knock out the effects of COVID-19. What they are pushing and have pushed for months and months are the vaccines, but now the pill would work if you would get it. 90% effective, according to Pfizer. And yesterday, the Biden sweeping COVID-19 mandate could apply for between 75 and 100 million workers. Describe the new rules as urgently needed to get more Americans inoculated. Folks, 65% of Americans or or 90% of Americans over the age of 65 have already been vaccinated. Viral cases and deaths have fallen sharply since the start of the year. Average case levels have leveled off at about 70,000 new infections a day. Deaths of about 1,200. Several states are going to challenge, first of all, uh, the legality of this mandate on businesses all around the all around the country, and they're going to challenge too how much power OSHA has, Occupational Health and Safety Administration, as they are the ones who will be able to carry this out. It's going to be challenged in court. In fact, as I look at the list today, the list is growing as we speak. Now, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Missouri, our Attorney General, Austin Knudsen from Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, South Dakota, all are going to file lawsuits against this latest act of mandating. Federal officials said they have referred more than three dozen airline passengers for criminal prosecution this year. A lot of disruptions on the flights. The FAA said it started 227 enforcement actions against passengers, including the ones referred to the FBI. Airlines and flight attendants have been pushing for prosecution of these unruly passengers. Passenger violence gained new attention last week when a 20-year-old California man was charged with punching an American Airlines flight attendant in the face 
sending her to the hospital. Airlines have reported more than 5,000 incidents involving unruly passengers this year. 3,600 of those people refusing to wear face masks. The FAA said they have launched 950 investigations into passenger behavior on flights this year. The highest total since the agency started keeping track in 1995. Attorneys for former Washington State football coach Nick Rolovich are appealing his firing. They contend the school officials did not conduct a fair process to determine whether he should get a religious exemption to their state mandate or not. They're in big trouble. Everybody is due fair process. Their attorney sent a letter to the university athletic director laying out their appeal. We'll see what happens. After two disappointing months of hiring, the experts again today are predicting that hiring will pick up. Two months in a row, the greatest, most brilliant minds in the economy have been wrong. We'll see what happens today. Today, they think that we'll have added another 400,000 jobs. We'll see what happens when we get the report later. Oh, and then there's Iran. If our president even knows where Iran is, they've got a stockpile now of 20% enriched uranium. The latest move ahead of upcoming nuclear talks with countries in the West. They produced well beyond the 120 kilogram target of enriched uranium that was set by parliament. Under the nuclear deal with Iran and the world powers, they weren't supposed to enrich uranium over 3.67% because enriched uranium above 90 can be used for nuclear weapons. You know, even though U.S. pulled out of that deal, folks, the European Union and others around the world, they're still all in it. So why aren't they enforcing it? Why? Because we are the leader of peace around the world and enforcement, whether we want to believe it or not. These chicken asses over there haven't done a darn thing. Israel is. Israel will keep an eye on them, folks. They're watching and watching them every day. Thousands of illegals that are working on illegal dope farms in Oregon being run by illegal drug cartels. AP said they're living in horrible conditions and sometimes they're not being paid by their gangland bosses. That's what they're worried about. The harvest season's now ending in the region. Some of these farm operators, though, they're not paying these workers. That's what they're worried about, folks. Japanese automaker Honda lowered their profit and vehicle sales for the fiscal year. Why? Chips. Honda recorded a 31% drop from last year in their fiscal second quarter profit. Can't get chips for their vehicles. Airbnb reported a strong third quarter record record profit and revenue. They earned $834 million, $2.2 billion in revenue for the third quarter as people started resuming traveling again in the summer. Uber has posted a big rebound in their third quarter revenue. Why? Riders and drivers returning from the pandemic. $2.42 billion. Also included uh, some stock-based compensation costs, but uh, they did well. Uber said they've adjusted their earnings before interest in taxes, but things are picking up a little. 
We mentioned Nintendo, their profit dropped by 19%. They're also blaming a shortage of chips. They even use chips in the Nintendo games, the Nintendo Switch machines. They're having trouble getting their component parts as well. Shares are mostly lower in Asia today with Chinese markets weighed down by concerns over property developers. Shanghai, Hong Kong, Tokyo, Seoul, all rose. Wall Street, some gains in technology grants pushed the S&P higher. NASDAQ also higher. The Dow was lower. Oil prices yesterday gained. They were up yesterday. Bad news from the OPECers. Joe Biden wants them to produce more oil. He ruined our industry, but wants to get them from terrorist nations in the Middle East. And here we are over 80 days now with Americans still in captivity in Afghanistan. We left them, abandoned them behind enemy lines as we surrendered to the Taliban. Folks, you want to know what else? China's on the move. China was in the news yesterday. China is going to add at least another, they're, they're, a third of their nuclear uh, force. There are over 1,000 nuclear missiles now of which they are continuing to build their navy their army their nuclear force you want to know how you want to know one of the why this was such a dumb move in afghanistan we had that air force base in afghanistan Mm -hmm. it was the most modern state-of-the-art air force base that we had it cost us two billion dollars to build it we had a presence there we were keeping control of everything in the middle eastern region from that air force base and you know that air force base is only about a 20-minute flight to china from that air force base if we ever needed one we needed that one 20 minutes hop in your little f-16 or your little f-35 and you're in china in 20 minutes we got rid of it we let them have it and china's on the move man who was fired from his dishwashing job at jake's returned to the restaurant hours later grabbed some knives stabbed some folks yesterday the day before yesterday, five people were hurt. Three of them had to be taken to the hospitals. Well, the employee was arrested yesterday, and uh, they got him. Face charges of felony assault, robbery, not appeared in court. He's been in billing since September the 22nd. He was on a pre-release for felonies that were committed in Missoula County in 2019. Went in to rob people after he was fired. Remains of a body found last year on an island in the Missouri River by Poplar was identified. Their sheriff said the remains were identified as Jason Azure out of Wolf Point. Went missing when he jumped into Missouri River and tried to help two people who were struggling in the cold, fast-moving water. They made it. He did not. A fisherman finally found the remains on an island last June. DNA test confirmed they were the remains of Azure. Oh, and Montana's redistricting commission chair has now selected a congressional district map. Thank God. It's going to deal a blow to the Democrats, though, who were hoping to craft a Western district that would give them a better chance of winning. Isn't that a tricky way of saying we wanted to do it so we could rig at least one seat in the Montana House race? Mm -hmm. The chair was appointed by a bipartisan commission. She selected a map 
divides the state into eastern and western districts. The very liberal towns of Bozeman and Missoula are in the west, but blue leading state capital Helena and Yellowstone National Park Gateway Community Livingston in the east. The decision came after the commission's two Republican and two Democrat members could not come to agreement on how to divide the state into two congressional districts. They know they can't win in the east, so they wanted to rig it so they could at least win one in the west. They'll have a chance now in the west, which is bad news for Montana because then our power and authority in Congress will just nullify each other and we will have no say. If we send one Democrat, one Republican, we will have no say. If you send two Democrats, they have some power. If you send two Republicans, they have some power. This will just cancel each other out. We will be insignificant now in national decisions because of this. We should have went with the top two vote getters, period. That's how we do everything else, the top vote getters, but not this one. And the National Toy Hall of Fame has inducted American Girl Dolls for their influence on the toy industry. Also inducted yesterday was, uh, let's see here, was Sand. (laughs) Sand. They inducted Sand into the Toy Hall of Fame. It's the oldest toy in the world is Sand. All honored during a ceremony. Panel of experts voted on them from a field of 12 finalists to be inducted into the Hall of Fame Toys must have withstood the test of time and memory. It must have changed play or toy design or foster learning, creativity, and discovery. The Toy Hall of Fame is housed at the Strong Museum of Play, which is in Rochester, New York. So the American girl, you go girl, (laughs) in the Hall of Fame in sand uh, is now there. Probably one of those I'll never see, the, uh, the Toy Hall of Fame. In sports, might be another NBA team for sale, as the story came out yesterday about the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver, 17-year tenure, uh, very racist, sexist, misogynist, and it all came out yesterday, and a lot of the employees got together and told on him, and you know, you can't do that. We had one guy had to sell his team already because of a comment made uh, at a party that got recorded. So uh, that's just one thing you cannot do. Multiple current and former employees told ESPN um, contributed to a toxic and sometimes hostile work environment. And while the owner was never directly involved in those incidents, his own conduct contributed to a culture that affected how some other managers within the organization treated their employees. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to have to sell your team. You, you wonder why I don't have people help me brand or work cows? Oh, we went out there, and it was a toxic and hostile environment. <laughs> Sorry, I, Paul, you got to sell your ranch. Yeah. You were mean. Yeah. You were mean to them while you were working. Hey, dumbass, <laughs> you got to close the gate faster than that. <laughs> that be hostile. Yes, it would. You'd have to sell your team, Paul. 63 today, folks. 64 tomorrow. Good stuff. Uh, Sunday, we cool off a little bit, back down into the 40s. And we're going to be jumping around 50s and upper 40s next week. Not too bad. It's 48 out there right now. 639, that's what's happening. Mark and Paul here together. Thanks for... 
tuning into the cat 102.9 on your fm dial touch your app today rub it up good (laughs) we want this signal coming in strong we got a lot of stuff to talk about today 